happy Sunday, beautiful day, right? And when you have the opportunity to read the first and second reading, second reading is beautiful, right? St. Paul talking about his brother in Jesus Christ like a son. Um, today, the gospel, Jesus places some extreme demands on us in today's gospel, right? Jesus says, if anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Jesus says that. How to understand this, these words? Does Jesus really expect us to hate our father and mother? How can we live without healthy human relationships? Why is Jesus so insistent that we renounce our relationships? Well, the word hate, as it is used in this passage, means to prefer less. In other words, Jesus must be a disciple's first priority. The disciple, the disciple prefers a relationship with Jesus over all other relationships. This is a radical statement at the time of Jesus, as it is today. So, Jesus the Christ must be the center of our lives. We know that. That's why we are here today. When relationship with Jesus is a priority, then all the other relationships in the life of the disciple take their proper places. Discipleship does not ask us to love our parents, our spouse, or our children less. But it does ask us to love God first. The gospel reminds us that God is our priority. He goes first, right? To reach him, we must place him above all things and care for what he has given to us. So, loving God first gives us the ability to love others more fully. My relationship with Jesus Christ in this direction, right, is that I receive forgiving, peace, love, compassion, mercy. And then I can put into practice the second commandment, to love my neighbor as myself. That's why loving God first gives us the ability to love others more fully. If you think that if Jesus is the center of your life, you are not going to love your spouse or friends or children. No, it's not about that. It's the opposite, right? When you love God first, you are going to love others more fully with a real love. Becoming... A, dis a disciple of Jesus must be a personal choice based on full understanding of the cost involved. Any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. Again, a lot of questions about this. Does Jesus expect us to renounce all of our possessions? How can we survive without a house for shelter? a car for travel, and some money in the bank to deal with unexpected crisis. Why is Jesus so insistent that we renounce our possessions? Possessions can be friends, 
health, not just material things, right? The gospel is about finding the freedom to let go. For Jesus, understand that unless we find the freedom to let go of some of the good things in our lives, we will never be living the lives that are best for us. I'm going to give you some examples about this. Every parent who sends off a son, a daughter to college must find the freedom of letting go of the proximity of the relationship so that their child might grow. Some parents are worried about their children, right, that they experience now college. New friends, new people around them, teachers, classmates. But the most important thing is like say, okay, go and study. And in that way, they, they, they will grow in many, many ways probably is empty net, right? But the most important thing is that they could something good for them. Marriage is good. But when separation becomes inevitable, ine I, I don't know how to pronounce this word, right? But I want to say this. <laughs> I-N-E-V-I-T-A-B-L-E. Inevitable. Thank you so much. We must find the freedom of letting go of that relationship so that our life can continue. Continue. Health is good, right? Health is good. But when we contract a disease without a cure or begin to experience this ability of growing older, we must find the freedom to let go of our health as we once had it, and to choose a new way in which to live. You know what? My knees hurt, especially when the weather changes. And I know I'm 43 years old. I'm getting old. But you know what? I chose, I chose a new way in which to live. Accept this. It's the beginning of uh, all life, whatever. But I said, that's okay. I'm going to take this, right? I'm going to accept it. This is my situation, my reality. It is hard to let go of good things, health, right? But there are times where it is essential to do so. In those times, if we try to hold on to our children, our marriage, or to our health, it, will, it won't bless us, but only harm us. That is why we must find the freedom to let go. Our faith can help, help us here. Jesus tells us that when we find the freedom to let go of those things of which we must put behind us, God will not forget us. God will act and lead us to a new and perhaps deeper good.